Welcome back to the Nostalgia Plus Ultra podcast. My name is Nostalgia. Joining me is As Told by Zoe. What's good, my guy? What's good, man? Not much, man. I'm chilling. Um, you know, before we started recording, I was just a tad bit irritated. But, you yeah. know, we'll get into the later. <laughs> we'll get that to that in the later part yeah, of the yeah, yeah. Uh, episode. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to be recording again. Um, one thing I can say is I, I see that, you know, some people are enjoying the, the jukebox episode. You know, I got some... The uh, downloads jumped between day three and day four when it turned in terms of uh, how many it got. So I really appreciate those that are actually listening to it. And Sick. if you uh, found some songs off of the jukebox playlist, and there will be another coming, another one coming out after this uh, episode as well. Um, excuse me. So if you found any song off of that playlist, uh, I really appreciate it. I hope you like the songs. Um, that's basically what I guess our goal for it is. It's just, uh, you know, even if you don't like all 10 or 12 songs that are on the playlist, as long as you can grab one or two that you like and you can kind of go down that rabbit hole of that artist discography and discover more music, that's like a big plus. That's like, you know, a big thing for the both of us. We yeah. really like sharing music and the better, the, the more frequently we can share music with all of you guys is, um, is a plus for us. So, uh, so yeah, so I, if you enjoyed the jukebox episode, we will be making more. I don't know when the next one's going to come out. We, I probably got to schedule some out and figure it out and stuff. Because I know there are some new music releases that came out like recently um, that are pretty good. So well, maybe, maybe we can uh, lump those in on the back end with our music review stuff for that second jukebox episode if we come across it. But, um, but yeah, so got a few things on today. Uh, for, for this for the talking points i know zoe you said you wanted to kind of go into some gaming stuff to start yes, the episode there is uh, what, what's what's the deal my guy there is something uh i think we should cover it is uh have you heard of the have you heard of jason r no i don't think so okay so he's kind of been put on blast because he's an fps streamer so he streams okay. he streams a lot of like probably call of duty i know he does valorant um he was put on blast because every time he every time he queued up with a girl he would like pretend he had like connection problems and like leave oh, no. leave the lobby oh no. and it, it was he never did it like outright like oh i can't play with women but still it was he, creepy I yeah, you do it enough times, and people then, are going to start catching on. And then he got called out, and a bunch of people, you know, like, they made a joke about him at the Streamer Awards, which is run by two women. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then yesterday, have you heard of have you heard of the streamer Tarek? I have before, yeah. He's, an, again, another FPS streamer. I think he won Best FPS Streamer. Um, okay. He... He plays with Jason R, but he tweets out. I this is the first thing I heard about this drama. He tweets out, uh, "I don't care about my viewership. Uh, if you're my boy, you know, 
uh, I'll probably I'll, I'll still play with you because I think you're my boy, but I'm not gonna stand for shit that I don't agree with. And I, I you know it's crazy. I saw that. That was like on like a uh, yeah. Twitter like recommended that tweet to me. Yeah. And I, I had no idea what was going on. I was and confused. So there's a lot of clips going around of Tark and Jason R are queued up with one of their friends. One of their friends is just sitting on mute listening to this like on stream, mm-hmm. uh, and they were fighting. And Jason R keeps telling him like. Dog, it's a, I get it. I get why you, uh, why you're going against me. And Tark is like, Dog, I'm not going against you because of nothing. I don't agree with you. I don't. I think what you did was fucked up. Sure. And then Jason R says some shit like, Uh, dude, the reason why I don't play with women is to respect my wife, which is a cop out. A huge, huge cop out. But then Cutie Cinderella, who, one, very uh, big streamer, uh, ran the streamer awards. She put she made everything that has to do with the streamer awards. She, yeah. She tweeted out a, a screenshot, and she put, man, I would hate, I'll probably, whoever's editing this will put a screenshot up. It's, man, I would hate to disrespect my wife by playing games with women and having them in my chat, but the screenshot is a a like of his and he okay. liked he liked some random girls like thirst trap like in her underwear and shit yikes so the it was big very yikes and the biggest thing the biggest thing was <laughs> it was like jason r trying to defend that he's not a misogynist also jason r and there's like a clip of him being like tark you're handling this like a girl Yikes! Yeah, it was. It's uh, uh, this whole thing. It was really bad. Oh no, that's really bad. Um, wait, you know what's funny? Didn't like Ninja get in, not in trouble because obviously like, you know, streamers like that can just bounce back in another like two weeks or so. Yeah. But didn't Ninja get in trouble with the same thing where he was like, yeah, like, he doesn't he's where he claimed like I don't collab with women streamers because I want to respect my wife. Yeah, it was this whole thing, but it's. I feel like Ninja's thing was a little different because most of his fans are fourteen. I mean, but what? Mo- is, I mean, what does that have to do with anything? Most of his fans still believe in cooties. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> but, okay, but so that's why I, guess... I think that's why he bounced back. I don't know a person above the age of seventeen that that watches Ninja. That's yeah, that's a valid point. I just think you know. Well, I think that response or that kind of like sentiment is a cop-out yeah 100%. like if, if there if you can do people not realize you can be friends you can be platonic friends with women is is that an issue bro you just and, not understand that? and it's not even like like being friends in person most of these streamers don't even live in the same area it's like it's very exactly. weird it's like not it's like your girl can't get jealous if you're playing valorant with another chick like, and like, are you are you that scared that you don't have any self control that you can't talk to another woman that's not your wife who lives X amount of miles yeah. away? Again, you're on a game. It's not even like you're on seeing a them. fucking video game. Yeah, it's like this, it's weird. Nah, bro, that's crazy. So yeah, that was a little quick gaming news. For I don't. This week. I don't. That shit's weird. I just think you know. Again, I just think that. 
uh, it's stupid to believe that you can't be platonic yeah. friends with with women. Like I, there are literally like you know, yeah. I mean, the amount of like female friends that we have or have had in yeah. the past, like just over I guess however many years of us knowing each other, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. I'm, I mean, I'm friends with one of David's friends, and I've never met her, but I'm still like platonically friends with her. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest takeaway from this whole thing, I think, is, you know, g- big ups to Tarek for standing his ground. And yeah. Be- and being like, nah, dog, you're wrong in front of exactly. in front of all those people. Because he's, because that that just shows, like, that's his, that's a real friend. Like, or even, you know, even if you guys, like, end up falling out and whatever, and they don't really talk to each other anymore, like, he, at least he is saying, hey, like, you know that's not cool. Like you can't do that shit. Yeah. And you know they may preserve the the relationship, the friendship, and still be cool afterwards. But like that's like me and like that's like me and you. Like we obviously would tell each other if something is wrong. Yeah. And so that we were, either of us are doing is wrong, and we have before. And it's like and nothing's changed between the two of us. Like we just say okay, you know we take each other's advice, whatever we move on. Like but I don't know. I think. It would have been really bad had Tarek been like stood like standing by his dude and like and giving him a bunch of excuses and cop outs as to why he's doing it or whatever. I think that's really fucked up. Yeah. So, but you know, again, good big ups to Tarek for you know standing his ground and um, not letting shit slide like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, I guess so. Moving into our uh, a big topic I want to talk about today. Both of us have finally seen uh, JJK Zero. Yes, sir. Um. So since you know I'm, I read it in the manga already, and uh, seeing it again in uh, in theaters is really cool to me. Um, seeing uh, that whole thing animated. So, Zo being the anime only of the two of us, I what what did you think of uh, of it? Okay, before I get into the good, the biggest thing I felt, I think I texted you during the movie. Yeah. Uh, it felt like it was supposed to be an arc. And then they decided, hmm, let's make this a movie. Like, the beginning, there was a lot of parts that felt like, okay, this is the start of an episode, and this is the end of an episode. <laughs> they just felt stitched together. True. Um, but even then, it's it wasn't, like, bad. It, it's just, that's how I felt. It felt, like, Mugen Train felt more like a movie than, than the beginning of JJK Zero. Okay. Uh, but what I really liked about it, I liked them finally explaining uh, uh, U- uh, Utah because it was yeah. cool in season one. They don't talk like they talk about him. They don't ever say like he's the most fearsome, whatever, blah 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 blah. Yeah, they just exactly. talk about him here and there, and you're like, whoa, what is this? And then you finally see um, his powers and shit. And I like exactly. that. Exactly. Um, you know, towards the end, it's like his power isn't just uh being cursed with this with the little girl, like his power was giving that curse that power. What the fuck was that? Sorry, I don't know, bro. People were just like running it in my hallways of my apartment complex. <laughs> like, so it got some loud ass steps. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Like homegirl is stomping. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Sorry about that. No, no, um, you're good. But yeah, I, I get, I get you. Um, yeah. So like, at this point, currently for me, like I already know who Utah is. Sure. 
and like I've you know, yeah, you know, I'm literally like currently in this like this current arc of JJK right now, manga wise. There's been like four or five chapters specifically on him and what he's been doing. Oh, cool. So, like, I already kind of know what he's gonna turn into. So it's gonna be pretty cool for you to see when he when that eventually gets animated. But, mm-hmm. um, I definitely see what you mean with it could have been like a TV arc. I, I get it, right? Yeah. I just think that like they really had to capitalize on one, the popularity of JJK, two, um, how much information and story arcs there actually are across like what they want to do for season two. Yeah. Cause like in any, so like just, and this is not necessarily a spoiler, but kind of like, uh, so JJK zero, how, uh, hilariously enough is is like the not a one shot but like a prequel yeah. in the way where gay j didn't um mean for it to turn into jjk like those two are two separate stories like it's tokyo metropolitan something high school is you to story and that was like a standalone story mm-hmm. and then he just took the concept of that standalone story and turned it into jjk whoa so really like yeah so like those two like originally when JJK first dropped, it was just chapter one that with, started with, with Yuji. Yuji and, and Fushiguro. Ex- exactly. And, okay. But then when it got when it really blew up and got popular, especially when it got an anime adaptation, Shonen Jump added JJK Zero those big, those prequel chapters onto the story. What? Oh, because it, it was it was a, it was a standalone story, and then they got like it it wasn't originally JJK Zero is what I mean. Uh huh. And so, it was something. Di- when they added, they kind of changed some stuff around, and they made it him go to Jujutsu Tech or what? Exactly. Is I it mean, Jujutsu, well, Tech? Jujutsu Tech is still it's like all the names and the all the concepts and stuff uh-huh. is all exactly the same, but oh shit! Like, so it's in the OG. Yeah, but like it was meant for Yuta's story to start and end there. Huh. Like, oh, so he wasn't supposed to be a part of of Yuji's story. Not necessarily like you like as people. There's like a discourse online now about who's the better main character, who's the real main character of JJK, and it's 100% Yuji because that's yeah, who it's, it's his story on. now. So what I what I mean by like the, my previous statement is the original prequel is Yuta's story. It begins and ends with him, and JJK is Yuji's story. It's gonna begin and end with Yuji. Yuta is just a big part of it because he's another side character in the story. Like his his story is already completed. You already know what, who Yuta is as a person, as a character. You already know that stuff. So like, sure. there's no need to expand on him, especially and even the side characters from um, the other like, or, or in JJK, the Jujutsu Tech like group, like Panda, Inumaki, Maki, and even Gojo too. Like yeah. you you already know those people. You already know their motivations, kind of. Especially not really with Gojo yet, but you kind of already know the motivations of Maki, Panda, Inamaki. You already know them from the prequel, and so you bring them in, and you're already you don't really have to exp, exp, uh, expound on their stories either because you already did it. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like that's one thing I thought was really cool, like just like a cool tidbit um, for that. But I could definitely see what you mean by it. So what? what, I, what getting back to my original point, the what season two is probably going to start on is Gojo and Ghetto's 
story, like their or like not their origin story, them being friends, but like the story of them two being friends, yeah. And so like, and what happened? And there's like other characters that are gonna pop up in there, so they would have had to make a decision. They would have had to like squeeze Yuta's beginning story and that story together, yeah, and then wait until season three to make the Shibuya arc, which would take you know, too fans long. would probably be, take way too long to get started. Because, you know, who knows, like, <clears throat> what's going to happen in a couple years. You know what I'm saying? You never know what's going to happen. Sure. So, like, they would have to do that or just make JJK Zero its own movie and then focus on the prequel yeah. for Gojo and, and Ghetto for, like, maybe, like, five or six. Uh, they might do it, like, you know, make it, like, nine episodes. Maybe, not nine. Probably, like, six episodes. And then everything else could be Shibuya and then continue to Shibuya arc in season three. Yeah. That's just my thing. I That's mean, they could, or they could. I don't know. I have no clue what they're going to do. The thing with JJK Zero, it did, like I said, it did, the beginning did feel like a few episodes stitched together. But since they fit everything in like an hour and a half or whatever, how long the movie was. Yeah. It can't, yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work good as a season. It would probably only be like five episodes. It felt like five episodes. Yeah. I mean,. Yeah, and, and I I can't see what you mean what you mean with like Mugen Train because Mugen Train just kind of flowed through yeah. how it was going, and then considering the fact that like I read Mugen Train, I didn't watch like I didn't like obviously you know I I really watched the the I watched the movie once mm-hmm. and then I read Mugen Train like before the movie came out, yeah. so it was one of those things where I kind of saw the flow of everything move a lot better that way just in a movie in a movie standpoint so um so yeah i could definitely see what you mean i do think though that i had a better experience watching jjk than i did mugen train and that's just like a that's a personal take for me i really like a i i think i like the story of jjk better than demon slayer so i think i Um, agree i think there was more like more interesting lore in jjk zero like holy shit Ghetto and Gojo are friends. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Uh, Yuta's kiss this fucking... Okay, wait. Hold on. <laughs> the, my first thought... He kisses... Uh, what's her face? Rika, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, okay, that's weird. But then when she gets uncursed, she's still a child... I mean, that's the time when she cursed him. I know, but am I the only one? I literally told my friends, he technically kissed that child. Oh, no. (laughs) Am I the only one that, like, is bothered by this? I think... (laughs) I think uh, it's not not a good look for you, though. I will tell you that much, but... Uh, on either side, no matter what, no matter if you separate the child from the demon or keep him on both, it's still problematic, or it's still weird either way. Uh... I mean, you can't really... I think it's one of those things where, obviously, Rika was, was cursed as a child. Yeah. So that's the form she would revert to when she got uncursed. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. I just think, like, him... Yuta is... Okay, I say Yuta is smarter than what he actually lets on. Yeah, I think, I think he didn't... He was being a little player there. He definitely manipulated uh, Rika yeah. into, you know, whatever. By, yeah. you know, showing that overt affection. The funniest shit... <laughs> and I laughed when I read this in a manga too, when Rika like picks up Maki and like runs away yeah. with her, and he was like, he was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, 
I laughed. I, like, I laughed when uh, after he kisses her, Ghetto goes, <gasps> womanizer. <laughs> yeah, because he's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong. He make it make a Maki blush, having these like underlying feelings for Maki, and then all of a sudden, uh, bro, that scene with Panda was funny. That shit was hilarious. Maki, bro. you have a chance. <laughs> you have a chance. <laughs> Uh, Panda's hilarious. Both of them, I think, you really get to see, like, I guess them as first years is a lot, is and see them, like, grow through. Yeah. They all have different uh, designs. Like, Maki has, like, the leg warmers. Uh, yeah. Inumaki has, like, his collar instead of, like, a mask. Exactly. Gojo, yeah, Gojo has a white headband. I don't know why his turned black. Because, um, I don't know, I think... Uh, Probably like a, I guess a style change maybe, and then because again, you know, this is like a prequel. It was like a standalone story, so Octokami probably decided to like expound and change Gojo's design a little bit. Yeah. So for the the real version of JJK, so uh, that's probably what it was. I will say this though, like the way they, the way Mappa animated the fights. That's one thing oh I think is is amazing. God. So so manga fights in JJK already are really cool to watch. Like they're very well drawn. The art style is crazy. Like they really show you the fast pace and hectic nature of the fights in the manga as far as just the fighting in general. It's really cool how they're drawn. But to and and executing that is really hard to do no matter what and no matter what anime adaptation it is. So for Mappa to really just go crazy with all the animation Girl. with like how Yuta looks with Rika fighting uh, Ghetto's final version of Uzumaki was crazy. Yeah. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's, Bro, it was so crazy to Gojo see Gojo beating the brakes off of Miguel was so <laughs> fucking sick. Yeah. He was playing with him though. And like, the thing he, is, at any moment he could have killed him. And I don't, I don't know if this is like a super small touch that maybe only I noticed. But most times when anime characters are, like, moving that fast, they're, like, yelling. Yeah. Bro, Gojo is so mad, he had a straight face on. Just fucking, pop, 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 pop. Like, like that, like straight face. piecing him up, piecing him up. And Homeboy, I, I always forget his name, but he works for Jujutsu Tech. He makes the veils. He's very wimpy. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I forgot his name, too. He says yeah. it. He goes, oh, shit. Gojo snapped. Yeah, he's pissed. Yeah. Like, it was so cool to see that, you know, obviously, that fight between Miguel and Gojo was, like, a little... Like, people were... <laughs> he's not going to beat those racist allegations. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel... Okay, what did he mean okay. by foreigner? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not... I think people got, like, super, like, weirded out about, like... I guess the supposed racism in, oh. in JJK Zero, and I, I thought we were being funny. I thought I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. Yeah, I thought we were being funny. Yeah, people were dead ass serious. Oh no, no, no! Like okay, because like when he's like, oh, he's a foreigner. Yeah, no shit. He's, he's African from, in Japan. I, he's from Africa. What are you fucking? You talking? He's from like I don't forgot where Miguel's from exactly, but I think wasn't he? Isn't he Kenyan? That's what he says at the end. I think it's Kenyan. Yeah, he's Kenyan. So, like, he's a Kenyan in Japan. What do you mean? He obviously is foreign. He's a the fuck? And then, like, obviously, Ghetto's, you know, phrasing with monkeys, right? Okay, look. I am fully aware of the stereotype and the... And the uh, he is a villain. The, 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 the slur of using the word monkeys. But you got to understand, that's not a form of... From Ghetto, it's not racism. It's prejudice 
and it doesn't have to do with race either. It's about people who aren't yeah. jujutsu sorcerers who don't use ju- ju- use curse energy. But also, he's the villain. So if, right, so if anyone's gonna be shitty, it would be the villain. Right. So like, I think people have like are just. I thought we were playing. I yeah. thought we were just playing around. Same, same, same. Like. Here. Like obviously him, he calls people that do not use curse energy and are curse energy deficient. He calls them monkeys. Like monkeys. he calls Maki a monkey. Yeah. Is Maki black? Absolutely fucking no. not. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. like I don't know. It, I thought we were playing. And then Gojo <laughs> beat Miguel up. He gonna he gonna face some Zoro territory in a minute. This is hilarious. <laughs> the, it was Bro, funny. It was so did funny. Did I send you? Did I send you that TikTok? Yeah, all my homeboys are little racist, and it's. <laughs> it's Zoro in the corner. <laughs> that shit's funny. My friend George hasn't seen the show. That's why I asked you if you need to see the show. Uh, uh, you need to see, like that's technically a prequel, so you can watch boy, that and then watch the other show. My boy Sevi has seen up to episode eight, so right before the uh, the arc with the uh, I forgot the kid's name, the kid that everyone wanted Yuji to be friends with. And then ends up, you know. Oh. I forgot oh his name. Oh my god! But he's, Hold on. He's on that. Jimpei. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Junpei. Yeah. Junpei. Sorry. So Junpei. he he's on that arc. So when the people from the other school showed up, <clears throat> my boy Sevi goes, "Holy shit! They have Iron Man." <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man. Dude. He, he bl- blasts something out of his hands. That's true. He hasn't gotten to the part where Mechamaru has like other shit up his sleeve. Yeah. I get it. You know, it is what it is. That's funny. <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah, I, I, I told him, I was like, oh, that's right. They have a robot. Yeah. Then you get to see my goat, uh, Nanami, come in with the four yeah. consecutive black flashes, which was super dope. Yeah. Um, one thing that I thought they were going to do and that they didn't do, which kind of didn't annoy me, but it was like, I was kind of bummed they didn't do it. Because remember how they talk about Toto killing, like, a bunch of, like, special grade demons and then in the in that, like, night parade of 100 demons or whatever? Yeah, yeah. They don't show him really doing it. They kind of just have him in there, like, saying, oh, I'm just going to go fight because uh, Takata-chan is on at, like, whatever, whatever time. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got to go beat – I got to go get to the, the TV before She's performing she the Christmas she special. Was, exactly. So – but I wanted them to show – them to show him, like – do more killing all of these special grades but they didn't show it and i was yeah. like oh that's tough my friend yeah, my friend was disappointed that gojo did it. there was no domain expansions but okay again so going back to the fact that this is a prequel like a standalone story technically yeah i don't think domain expansions were things that were a thing yet sure oh okay this could just be purely just me me assuming. It's a but like, year. I don't think a year before Yuji, right? Just about, yeah, about a year before Yuji. So like, my thing is this though, like, I think again, all the concepts and stuff of JJK Zero became what JJK is right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think domain expansions were a part of that yet. I don't mm-hmm. think Octokami had even thought about making domain expansions yet. Because again. JJK Zero was a, a standalone a stand story. Alone. So, like, nobody using domain expansions is pretty par for the course because we're not sh- – this is, like, a prequel story, so we're not sure if anybody even, like, has it in that specific story. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, obviously, yeah, like, 
it sucks that you didn't didn't get to see uh, in, not Infinity, but um, Infinite Void. Didn't get to see any kind of like you didn't get to see Ghetto doing a domain expansion. You didn't see anybody really doing anything. I get it, right? Sure. But you know, it, it it's just one of those things where it's a prequel story, so that might not have even been part of the power system in the first place. Yeah. So yeah, so it's just kind of one of those things. But again, I overall I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I so did I. Them at and also them adding animation to certain parts that you know in the manga might not have happened or adding extra stuff that might like you know because you got to fill time you can't just make it shot for shot because it wouldn't be that long so like i think it's really cool like maki and um and you yuda's uh fight with the with the staff and like the bamboo sword was really Mm. cool yeah it was like uh people definitely got super hyped when maki like flipped over and then hit the split like on the landing and then be like maki's a fucking g yeah i just think she's fucking she's fucking really cool so i think she's like one of the better uh better female shonen uh characters yeah yeah she's cool she's badass i definitely think she's she's um, not she's not uh she's not tamaki or iris no, because oh, it's funny enough. You know, you're you're on the Fire Force journey. We can definitely segue into that because you brought it up. How is how's the watch going for I'm Fire on, Force? I'm on episode ten of season two. Nice, uh, dude. It's so fucking cool. Fire Force is so just pure like badassery all around. Yeah. Uh, I love the power system that you talked about a few episodes ago. Yeah. It's so fucking cool. I love uh, Shinra as a protag. It, it's I like that he's not the dumb one. I like that Arthur. Arthur's like kind of a main character, but you know he's more of a side character. Yeah. He's the dumb one, so it's not always like who. It's just like a little bit, <laughs> like the main character trying to figure shit out. That's okay. It's funny. I had that same feeling when I first watched it too. Like. I obviously, you know, a lot of times with shonen protagonists, obviously they're going to be prodigies off the rip. Yeah. It is what it is, right? Like yeah. they're going to always going to be a prodigy. Sometimes certain characters take longer to realize how good they are than others. Like it takes a while. It takes, you know, sometimes it takes some hard work and or if people just kind of awaken this kind of power within them whenever they can figure it out, right? I get it. One thing I liked about Shinra is he's already a prodigy and is able to use his fighting ability mm-hmm. like at like at his current level to the best of his ability already. Yeah. Like there's no like build up to him being like good. Like he's already very good at using his fire ability and it just makes it easier for him to like work on his skill and learn new things. Like have you gotten like, how far have you gotten in the second core? I know uh, the uh, the white clad just took Inca. She just agreed, okay. and she just killed Panda, her like her boy. Oh yeah. So she's like she's long gone. So uh, you've met Show before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Show Show was a uh, was the end of season one. Of the the fight in the Nether, right? You got to that part. Yeah. No, I'm on season two. Okay, so so you so you see what I mean with with Shinra, like learning how to go like like this, go to the speed of light, light off speed. top, right? Light, go light speed. speed, like understanding that, right? But thing is, like he was already fighting well enough. Obviously, Show is like on a different level than yeah. him. Yeah. But 
And I like but up to that point. Go ahead. No. I like that it's he can't he can't do that all the time. He did it because he he got touched by grace. But yeah. but like figured it out like I got to go faster. Like I don't know, <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yeah. I think it's yeah, so like him his build up to that wasn't like I just suddenly like well obviously it's like I just suddenly realized how to do it, yeah. which is a part of it, right? Yeah. But it's also I feel like a lot of times with that, sometimes sometimes it's shown in it might not be earned. I think with this one it's earned because he's already good. Yeah. And like he's shown it shown to himself to be a very good fighter off rip. And he's doing he's doing like the hand things. Right. So like it's not like he doesn't know the basics of fighting and does that in order to win the fight. Mm-hmm. He already has the basics of fighting and is good at it. This is just an added thing that he learned how to do. You know what? I thought the fight between him and Sho is a more better explained version of Jotaro versus Dio. I can see yeah, because see Jotaro versus Dio is Dio stops the world and Jotaro finds out how to do it. Yeah. This one is show stops the world. Uh Shinra finds out how to do it only because he got touched by Grace and like you said, he's been learning how to fight. He kind of knows how to fight already. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, I feel like so with with the JoJo fight against Dio, I think he just was like I think out of desperation, he was like, I got to figure out how to, how to beat this guy. And, and then, goes, and then just randomly moves his finger. <laughs> randomly learns like he can move because he can move that fast. I get it. Yeah. That might. Okay. So w- with that, like even Jotaro, it was already a good fighter before that. Like, you know, he like he knows how to use star platinum well enough. You yeah. know, he's had some pretty good fights up to that point. So his is still kind of earned it's like not earned but earned in the same way it's, where it's like it's earned but not explained and that's what i like about the fire force fight true because like he he gets to what is the i i've read through fire force and watched it so many times i should know this but like he like he experiences that like adult that land Adola of adola verse, yeah he, he experienced that adola whenever when show when he tried to like fight show when show and showed so when him he, the uh the evangelist Exactly. When he showed him what it looked like and all that stuff, and he was able to be like, you know, I got touched by Grace and yeah. was in that land of Adola for a few seconds, right? Like, that led him to being like, okay, I know how to do this now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, which leads into, like, him being a better fighter. With Jotaro, was like, okay, I'm stuck. Let me just shonen protagonist my way out of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, again, isn't bad. I'm not saying that fights Yeah, bad. I like Jojo. I like some of the Gaga songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, I think the fight with Jodo, jo, uh, between Jotaro and Dio is bad. I'm just no, saying yeah, that it's hype. It was hype. It's it's great. It's a great fight. We're, we'll, but you know, to Zoe's point, you know, it's definitely not as explained on how Jotaro was able to do it. Well, the only thing I can really say, I think I said this in a previous episode too, where uh, since Star Platinum's main ability is, is speed, speed, not strength. Yeah not strength it's just how fast star platinum moves it would i guess it's justifiable mm-hmm. that he could manipulate time and space yeah because of the fact that how fast star platinum actually is i think that's yeah. 
that's the only real explanation I can give it. <laughs> yeah, it's just a whole different vibe because, like, when you find out show can stop time, it's like explain. It's not that he could stop time. It's that he compresses the heat around him that makes it stop time and this and that and blah blah blah. Exactly. And then fucking leaked explains it because leaked was yeah. There. Oh yeah, leaked is a. There, I like him as a character. I like he's, him. He's good. There is some fishiness behind him right now, because right all I know right now is that he he hangs out with Joker a little bit. Well, you know, like they explain that he worked for Hajima too. Yeah. Hajima Industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and obviously like Hajima Industry has been, but we we don't know. Uh, yeah, I heard that, but we don't know. We don't know anything past that. He works for Hajima, and he work he works with Joker a little bit. We don't know anything past yeah. that. And, you know, like, I mean, they kind of explain that Hajime Industries is very, like, corrupt yeah. in a way. So, you know, Licked working for Hajime, you, there's always going to be that weird that weird air about Licked, too, about what his motivations are. And, you know, it's funny. I really like Joker as a character, too. I think he's great. Uh, I haven't seen him too much. All I know from him is he runs into Shinra a lot, and he stopped, he stopped show from killing all of them and yeah in i season think one yeah his character and who he is and his relationship to like the character the other characters in there like are get explained in season two i was just about end. to say it, it they've already hinted at it because of the op for season two because because yeah. uh burns right eye is gone and joker's left yeah. eye is gone and they like connect yeah, I, I hate OPs be spoiling some of the dude, plot points. Heavy, dude, bro. The the second OP for the first season of Fire Force is perfect. With the Screamo song? It's one, it's a banger. Two, yeah. they don't show anything. They don't show anything. It's literally just them just like going to a fight. That's it. Yeah. The 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 OP for season two shows a fuck ton. It shows a lot. It like, a I already lot. know that Joker's going to fight uh, Waka and Burns. Yeah, it's annoying. That's kind of annoying. But, so, I every so time yeah. I see the opening, I'm like, when is that When is that fight? When is that fight? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously, since you've already seen the OP, it's not that much of a spoiler for you. But So, Joker and Burns are connected. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how they're connected, Somehow. but they are. Yeah. Um, and then, like, when you get to the Hajima Industries arc of season two, sure. like, it's super dope. Like, I, like I know you've already seen some of the characters from there too. I think in that second OP, I can't, I'm A not few. sure. So, like, they're they're pretty cool. That that section is pretty cool too, as and well. I, so, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I know this girl's important. I forgot her name, but the one with the crown around her eyes, um, evil blonde. <laughs> it's not Inca. It's, no, Inca's um, the pink-haired girl. What is her name? I was gonna make me so mad. I literally, like, literally. I forgot her name. Fire Force just ended, and as far as well, not just ended. It ended a couple yeah. months ago, yeah. manga wise, and it's it turned into probably one of my favorite like stories overall. Sure. It def like you know thinking back on it and rereading a lot of stuff like it definitely the landing stuck, but there are definitely some things that I think diminish it just a little bit, and I'm not gonna you know talk about it because it's just one of those things where you're just not watching it and like i just finished reading it mm -hmm. so like the plot points that i would talk about wouldn't make any sense to you at all so um, so 
because the manga just ended, is is it going to end on season three or are they going to go more seasons? Well, I mean, they haven't even announced the season three yet, so I have no clue. I know, but, but I mean. What they, no, nah, it probably be, it probably would have to be like a season four type deal. Wow. Okay. Especially if they do, t- if they do two cores, season four. So I got a, because lot, you I got gotta, a lot to go. Yeah, because when season two, and, you'll you'll see what I mean when when you see the ending of season two, mm. because they do some, they you know leave a lot of you know like some some stuff to hang on to, sure. Um, and they also kind of like set some stuff up for them to be like to move on forward because literally right when season two ends with like in the manga so to speak, they pick up right with a new plot point that basically like changes the trajectory of like how everything goes. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's not to get too um, like deep into it, but like a certain character gets like captured and which, which basically leads to something else happening. And then another big, like it basically changes the story in a way to like something else. But um, cause like, you know, like you already are at the point where they're trying to like collect pillars for another uh, I I just they just got to Inca right the first pillar actually have you got I I I, I just remembered they're in China yeah oh okay so you're there so you've already met um Amaterasu right uh you've already seen like when 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 Shinra goes berserk and Arthur has to fight him mm, have you seen that part yet no that was oh I I have seen I think Shinra's trying to go berserk. The last thing I saw was Ogun going nuts with like the flamey ink. Yeah. That's okay. the well, last think... thing I saw. And Shinra's looking at Amaterasu like, help me. Okay. I think, Literally okay, the, I think I... she was like, I can only help you for one second. And the last thing okay. I saw was him going one second's all I need. Okay, so I think that's not. I don't know if that's Amaterasu. I think it's like another. It's another. That it, was like the. It looks like it. Yeah. That was like the original like pillar. Yeah. That was like the original Amaterasu, mm-hmm. and then they made the new one. In I could have sworn the new Amaterasu came before the old one, but I could be wrong about that. Because I know like there's a part where. And you might have. It might. It might come like after you see this, but like you know, there's a part where. Uh, Sheeran and Arthur like fight each other, and it's because of something else, because of like something else going on. Uh, so, they they Arthur did fight him in the beginning of the season. Okay, so like that's. Do you remember why? Because I feel like because that's another part. The uh, someone in Adola uh, made herself look like Iris, and that's, then ooh, okay, and yes. then that's, was, uh, was trying to like. That's Amaterasu. Possess him. We don't, we don't, where I'm at, we don't know her name yet. I th- okay. Well, I might have just spoiled it for you, but either, either way, like, that's like a whole, that's like a whole thing. So like, they're trying to gather pillars together. Yeah. It's like a big, um, like a big plot point, yeah. like moving forward. And so like, a story changes by the end of it and it's becomes this whole thing. So, um, with Fire Force ending the way it did, I just, I really enjoy the story. Definitely some pretty, you know sizable plot holes in okay. it sure but but you know the way they wrapped the story up was nice and tidy and i think it's um it was a pretty good way to end it and the way akobu transitioned the story into something else i'm not going to tell you well i think i might have already I told know, you when i know i know when it, i got hyped i know what it transitions into but i don't 
know how, how it gets there because yeah, so. I haven't seen the other piece of media we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it's not necessarily, I mean, it's been out long enough to where it shouldn't be that bad, but sure. Like basically the way it ends is, is basically like they kind of turn fire force into a prequel story for the events of soul eater. Uh-huh. So maybe I'll, I'll watch soul eater after I finish uh season two. Yeah. The way in which, yeah, the way in which they kind of ended is that's how they kind of make the, the ending nice and tidy is they kind of have that kind of ending story. <clears throat> so Interesting. that's basically how it works. But I thought it was great as far as the ending goes, you know, huge plot hole that definitely diminished my, uh, my, my, my overall rating for the ending. But other than it's still a solid story. I think if the, if the plot hole was addressed earlier in the story, it would have been like a nine out of 10. Mm. But I think this plot hole kind of makes it like a seven and a half, eight Oof. for me. Okay. So like, but I still love it. It's, yeah. It's still, which is not, it's not a bad score. I just think it's, I still think it's great. But right now where okay. I'm at, uh, Tamaki hasn't been naked. So we're good. Which is a plus. We're moving. <laughs> she has not, she has not been undressed in China. Yeah. That's another reason why I got a seven and a half. They, they, how they, they, how they wrap up her story is stupid as fuck. Oh man. Does she still get lucky spurts later on in the story? Dude, that's her part of her character. Oh man. And the way, okay. I'm not going to say anything about it. Sure. About how they end it. Okay. But the way they end it, if anybody is listening to this and have heard the ending of Soul Leader, or not Soul Leader, uh, Fire Force, and have read it and know, understand what I'm talking about, like, you know what I'm talking about. The way they address Tamaki's Lucky Letcher lore oh, that's shit what it is, yeah. is actually fucking stupid. Oh, man. And, like, it's, it's and, you know, I like, I love Akubo as a, as a mangaka, but he missed the mark on that one big time. That was fucking stupid. But I'm not, that's not here. Her, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> her being lucky isn't funny. It's everyone else around it makes it funny. It's sexual assault. Yeah, but it's it's manufactured sexual assault. The last thing I saw was she was leaving. She was praying with Iris, and they're both leaving. Mm-hmm. And then she bumps into Vulcan, and like her robe falls, and she's just wearing the white thing, and yeah. Vulcan just goes. That's like see-through. <laughs> or like when she just randomly trips and like jumps. Those are like, so bad. She like falls into Sheena's face and he's like, or like those are falls so bad. He's like, where he's like grabbing her ass. Like it's manufactured sexual assault. It's like, what are we doing? And they even know it because there was one where like she falls and then he like lands in her pants and he goes, how did this even happen? Bro. Yeah. Like, oh those are God. bad. Like I said, the, the one where she's leaving the thing, that one makes a little bit of sense. Because, you know, her and Iris, they're, like, in white robes and, like... Yeah, that's a more fan service thing. You know, like, they're, you know, they're, like, you know, praying. The, the act of them praying is yeah. a little bit, you know, suggestive. And then That one, I can, I can, turn, I can you know, get past that one. It's the, the... They're in the fight, and then she's like, don't worry, I'll stop praying. And then her clothes fall off, and it's like, come on. It's in a serious moment, too. Yeah. It's a very serious... Though, the fight between Shinra and Rekka, she ruins that shit. Dude, but like I said, dude, the same thing happened to Iris versus... Uh, Shinra versus uh, Hinabi. 
Yeah. Hinobi burns off Iris's clothes. Oh, it's about um. I've, I've, oh my god. Is that oh her name? Oh my god. Hibana. 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 I said it wrong. I, I can't believe I just butchered my Captain. I could forgot. I forgot my wife's name like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh fucking. <laughs> uh, Captain uh, Hibana burns off Iris's clothes. That's why I asked yeah. you when when Rekka burns off uh, Tamaki's clothes. I texted you. I was like, "Is there gonna be a girl in every single fight that just gets her clothes burned off?" <laughs> Any fight that Maki's in, it doesn't happen. Fucked up. Maki's my favorite. She's the best girl of the show, hundred percent. I like Iris, but it's definitely Maki. And you know, Hibana is a close second. Respect one A one B. Respect for muscle girls. Uh, Absolutely. Because Shinra likes Maki and not Tamaki. I think, she, I think he has. I think he's more, uh, you know, leaning more towards Iris. But that's just me. As of as of right now, he first gets like, in season one, he gets kind of like, oh my god, this girl's really close to me, Tamaki, yeah. and and he's always trying to be nice to her. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah, sure. But yeah. Um. Okay, so what are we looking at this time? Okay, cool. You know, I can get this off. Okay, I have. Oh yeah, you got a rant. I have a rant. (laughs) Okay, so I'm gonna preface my rant and say that I'm not. um, I'm not trying to be any kind of anime elitist. I'm not trying to be any kind of like. I'm more superior in my anime fandom than you are. Type shit like that is not what I'm trying to get at across with this rant. I want to also preface in saying that anybody's opinions and viewpoints on anime and their preferences on what they like is perfectly fine, unless it's lollicons. But we'll get into that later. That's not. That's a whole throwing that out. Okay, just if you are, you know, if you're that, if that's what you are into as far as anime, you have a problem. But anything else, I'm, I, I don't care. Like you know, psych horror, etchy. Slice of life, awesome. I don't care what you're into, what your preference is, and what you just what you think might be good or not, depending on your preference. I understand that. Well, I get you, right? <laughs> right, exactly. I get you. I I, I totally understand. Right. <clears throat> Here's my thing, though. Some of you guys' takes on anime and what you guys like and don't like gets on my nerves so much because I feel like. You, you people have to basically I'm just gonna try to say broaden your horizons on what you like as far as anime please please I'm pleading I'm pleading with anybody who's listening please like broaden your horizons when it comes to anime okay not every anime that's good is gonna be people fighting or people you know dying or having all this violence and shit like please like like there's that's not end all be all when it comes to anime there are so many different genres so many different things you could you could watch and and enjoy that don't have any of that stuff like so preface today uh scrolling through twitter and i might i don't know i'm not going to screenshot it and put it on the i'm not going to send you the screenshot if you end up editing this i'm just because it doesn't it's yeah it's kind of irrelevant it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, yeah, yeah. but basically this guy was talking about how my dress up darling was because uh, I guess the winter 2022 anime season top 10 rankings came out as the final week because this is the last week of the of the uh, of the anime season right so uh, 
Attack on Titan is number four on the list. Everything else is, I think it's an isekai, My Dress Up Darling, basically like three, two or three romance anime and an isekai, I think are the, are the three before uh, Attack on Titan. So this guy, so one of the guys, you know, I don't follow him, but he um, tweets about, oh yeah, you know, My Dress Up Darling is fire. And this other guy replies and says, oh man, like, uh, I'll definitely add that anime to my list because it looks like it might be interesting. Then another guy joins in the thread and says, um, I bet I'm gonna check some of these out, but they better be boxing, i.e., fighting mm. in there, or I'm gonna be, or like it's gonna be a no for me. Basically, essentially, he was like, they better be fighting in these in these anime. And the original post, OP, was like, nah, they're not fighting. You need to broaden your horizons on anime. Not facetiously not like in a mean condescending way just like ah they're not fighting like you you probably should expand your horizons on anime which is a valid point to make like you know like suggesting that people should watch different types of anime to gain more of a perspective and then man i gotta read it because it just it really made me upset (laughs) and for no reason i shouldn't really be this upset about it but like what did he say? Oh, he bl- oh, he deleted it. Oh, I think either either went private or he deleted Uh-oh. it. Fuck. Okay, whatever. whatever. That's why Basically, I couldn't see it, bro. Ah, it's ah, I'm be mad. Basically, he said he said that uh, he's like, I don't want to see, I don't want to watch thirty minutes of animation, animation of of two D animations talking about some kind of melancholy plot point with no emotional depth or or like high stakes. I was like, what do you want? Like, what do you, like, is, is every, like, that's how I know that all that guy watches is Shonen. Yeah. Like, Shonen, Shonen battle anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which is, which is fine. If that's all you want to watch, that's cool. But to diminish the other versions of anime genres that are out there is just not cool. Like, you can't do that. Yeah. Like, which, also his statement makes no sense because he's like, he tries to say that fighting and fighting high stakes and violence automatically means a better story, like depth. Exactly. A better story with like depth and, and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, no, yeah, that's not true at all. I can list off a few anime that have a bunch of really good fights, but have zero fucking story that suck. That's the, the story doesn't suck, but like, there's no real story behind it. Yeah. Like you think about, I mean, you probably haven't seen this one. Zodiac war. Barely has a story. Oh, um, Dragon Ball. Uh, Dragon Ball. Okay, Dragon Ball has a story. It's, okay, it's I'm not. not gonna, I'm I, not gonna. It's not the most compelling story. Let's be honest. I will be. I will be the first person to jump, to jump on the the DBZ slander wave. But I'm not gonna say that they don't have a story. It's got involved. a story, but it's not like compelling. It's not interesting enough yeah, to it, be I mean, like. It's, it's not any kind of in depth like story the way he's equating it to it's it's go, goku it good bad guy bad yeah or like or goku good bad guy bad bad guy want world destruction or world conquer bad guy in goku, space bad guy in space <laughs> uh so yeah like if you okay so like zodiac wars is, is, is one's like a like a some kind of battle anime where like there's not much story involved there Fucking God of High School has some of the best animation of that season, of that year, and it has a terrible story. The webtoon for it is really good, but the oh, way the they handle it, 
it's a it's a it's a very popular webtoon, oh, which shit. is it's probably one of the more popular webtoons like ever. But it's um it's in fact it's currently like on its back end of the story, like it's about to end soon. Oh nice. Um but the way the anime adaptation works, like there's no story really. Like they rushed a lot of plot points. They really were just like, We're gonna throw all of our uh our XP into animation and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's really was that's really all they did. Like so there's that. Like having a having fighting or like just saying people are boxing is automatically gonna lead to the story being better makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Like you can say like yeah it's like oh like if if it doesn't have any kind of emotional depth or any kind of intellectual storytelling like Attack on Titan then I don't want to see it, right? Yeah. That's a better I think yeah, this, that's a better take. Like, okay, yes, but also I think the concept of depth in anime and, like, in and like, I guess gaining something from it, like, reading into things like that, yeah. is depth is only as deep as you want to make it. Like, you really could just take any anime at surface level and keep on moving. Yeah. It's only, you know, saying it, the depth of an anime is as deep as you want to make it, honestly. Yeah. So by people making that point, it's kind of a moot point because, like, with Attack on Titan, I can say, oh, you know, this guy wants to, like, save the save his race of people by becoming, you know, the leader of all these Titans. Mm-hmm. That's really, I could just, I could just say that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I could just, or just, you know, so I could just kind of move across not, that. And not talk about, like, the, uh, what's it, like, the Nazi allegories and. Exactly, and, and, like, the, the World War II, the World War II mentions. Yeah. The. Issues with uh, racism and you know and imperialism and how uh, and the concept of freedom yeah. and the concept of destiny and how that relates to you know the real world I, I, yes like Attack on Titan is a, a deep a deep show yeah. but it's only as deep as you want to make it yeah you know Agreed. what I'm saying it's only as deep as you as you as the consumer of the media want to make it so by his logic saying that saying that just doesn't make any sense and going back to my original point like. The reason why I say watch more anime is because it watch different anime, not watch more anime, just watch different anime. Yeah. Is because it kind of gives you a, a perspective and change the pace on how other battle anime could be told better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, agreed. Like, like the reason why I like uh, I like Attack on Titan for its, its depth and all that other stuff, and it, I think uh, it does a great job with that. But also watching a story that also has the same, you know, not the kind of a similar amount of depth to it. Like it's not uh, about fighting and shit. Like it. Death, it, death it Note is the me. best example. There's yeah, I think, it, I think it's a great example. I think just the, the concept, of, and it, even with Death Note too, it's like, it's as deep as you want to make it, honestly. Yeah. Like, you know, you get a, you get a kid with a God complex and you under, and like the concept of uh, right and wrong, good and evil, all that stuff. And then you watch that and you can, uh, watch an uh, anime like Psychopaths where like it's the same thing with the concept of good and evil like how do we judge somebody uh, based on actions they haven't even committed yet you know what I'm saying like there's so much more stuff you can do and then like with um, like I don't know it's just like one of those things where you gotta just you know broaden your horizons a little bit and get a different perspective on anime in general and it's just like one of those things where you gotta I don't know I res- you know, I respect his, you know, his opinions on 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 anime because they're his opinions. You know, I I get it, right? But to to slander 
other anime or to get defensive when somebody asks you to broaden your perspective. Yeah. Broaden your horizons. Watch new titles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, since doing this podcast, I've had to do that as well with my own. Like, I already watched enough anime as it is, but... Same here. Again, with me... With I'm me, having like I, I'm having a blast with Dress Up Dardum. You, you know? see what I'm saying? Like, exactly, okay? Like, I, never in my life would I be like, okay, I'm going to watch My Dress Up Darling. Dude, two years ago, I just, I didn't watch anime. <laughs> like, okay, but, yeah, true. Like, you really just didn't start watching anime until, like, two years ago. For me, like, I was always going to be inclined to watch the battle anime. Yeah. Like, any anime that had any kind of fights, anything like that, like, I'm more inclined to watch that. Yeah. Which, you know... As a kid growing up, that's you know what you watch because that's the cool thing. That's the cool thing to do. It's a lot of action-packed uh, stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Since doing this, like, and the people that I met on Twitter, the the mutuals I've gotten, all these all these other people that I've talked to that don't watch that stuff, and like hearing their their perspectives on romance anime, horror anime, slice of life anime, all that stuff. Now I just now I can watch that stuff and be fine with it. I I can enjoy that stuff. Yeah. And it gives me a change of pace. That way I get more enjoyment out of watching the shit I used to watch or the shit I currently watch, which is all the action-packed stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you just if you only are watching stuff like Naruto, Hunter x Hunter, Bleach, uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, you're watching, like, um, I'm trying to think, My Hero Academia, you're watching Jujutsu Kaisen, One Piece, you're watching all these, like, like battle anime all the time. It gets... And I think it's the point where you just kind of get burnt out. How, how how do you not need a break, you know? Like, yeah, you like watching all these just, like, heavily intense fighting battle power systems, all that stuff. Like, how do you not get burnt out by that? That's like, that's do, like someone watching only Marvel movies and then being like, I can't watch your drama. Exactly. Like, you got to, like, it just, I don't know. Like Expand your stuff, horizons. Expand your horizons, man. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to watch that stuff. Like, and even if you just, you know, if you don't like it, like, it's fine. At least right? you tried. You, at least you tried to watch it. Exactly. Like, uh, so funny. Like, flashback, like, way back. Um, Anime After Dark did a, like, a trivia game show type, jing- mm. type thing. And it was so funny because, uh, like, Anime After Dark, those people are also people that that try to say, hey, like, watch more anime, like, watch different types of anime. You know what I'm saying? Those, those are the people that usually say that. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny because the, the question was about, like, it was a question where, like, it was like a prompt, and basically the answer was fruit ba- Fruits Basket. Okay? So the answers were Fruit Basket. But the way they asked, asked the question, like, they were like, oh, there's this family, not family, oh, yeah, it's this family of... Of, of, of teens has like all, each of them have a power based on the ch- uh, the Chinese zodiac I think of the zodiac with mm-hmm. like you know the ox the rat the you know what I'm saying all that stuff and they can turn once they see the once they are something like something happens where they turn into those animals something has to happen for them to turn into those animals so the question is asked and I know it off top even though I'm not participating in the trivia game I'm kind of like in the audience like just listening mm-hmm. I know it, and, like, most of the audience, or not most of the audience, like, barely anybody in the audience knew it, except for, like, maybe, like, four or five people, including me. So people were giving off these tr- terrible answers. <laughs> somebody, somebody mentioned, like, Zodiac War, which 
it was not close at all. Yeah. Um, somebody mentioned like Saint Seiya, and I was like, deep no, deep pick. Wow. I know deep pick, but no. And then I was like, guys, do you not. No, it's 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 fruit ba- it's fruit basket. Literally the number two rated show on Mal. Yeah. Or number three, which are like it's like it's like number one is FMA, number two is uh, Attack on Titan, and number three is Fruits Basket. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you just know, watch more anime. <laughs> you know what's really funny? You you met my boy George at a party. Yeah. Uh, you you know he's in the Coast Guard. Is he? I didn't know that. Uh, he's got a new girl, and she watches a lot of anime. Like, she re- recently started watching One Piece and is on episode, like, 200-something. Like, she likes nice. anime. But she nice. f- she started forcing him to watch Fruits Basket. <laughs> <laughs> Fruits Basket is not a good... Not, not, okay, Fruits Basket is not a bad pick. I, was, I don't know why I was about to say that. I know, but I, he doesn't watch... Like, he he came to to JJK with us because he was like, I'm going to hang out with my boys. He's not like an anime guy. He doesn't yeah. not like anime. But it's just funny how, like, he's sitting there with his girl and he's like, okay, cool. Romance. This guy turned into a rat. What the? Like, it's just, it's a funny <laughs> juxtaposition. Yeah, it's great. I, it's, that's hilarious. I think Fruits Basket is not a, like a, not a bad first pick to when it gets into, like, romance anime. And like when it comes to romance anime, like I've told you, I only I've only watched like maybe like one or two. Sure. I watched Love Is War, which is hilarious. I love that. I love that kind of uh, that type of humor and romance and that whatever. It's really funny. Fruits Basket is another one I've watched. I haven't finished it yet, but I you know plan on you know at some point watching it, and finishing it. Mm-hmm. And then I I watched a few episodes of um, Bunny Girl Senpai. Which I, I so like I I, I want to start it. I've heard it's good. It's it's good, and so like I haven't watched it, finished it again. You know, romance anime isn't really my thing, but I have watched a not enough, but I've watched some. And well, I guess my Joseph Darling too. I've watched that. So like so let's say like three or four. So you know, I've kind of broadened my horizons, watched new things, and you know, I, I've gotten enjoyment out of some, haven't gotten that much enjoyment out of others, right? And it's hilarious, like when people ask like especially me just coming from my perspective on like what my favorite animes are mm-hmm. number one like Yu Yu Hakusho is definitely like my top my top three it was number one for a while but my number one anime of all time is The Great Pretender yeah not, and not Great a Pretender battle. not a battle is not a battle anime it's a what would you even call Great Pretender uh comedy drama maybe i guess like a drama comedy it's like heist it's like heist it's a uh, heist it's like an ocean's show. 11 type joint yeah like that's that's like what the premise of it is it's like a bunch of con men kind of going around and like scamming people yeah that's one of my favorite animes ever that's good, my good, number one anime good pick i love that and show. like there's no like there's obviously there's there's suspense drama there's an there's a deep there's a depth to the story yeah like if you really want to look deep into the uh the characters as, as a whole and like what they represent to each other and just to the story in general with makoto with uh with abby with Laurent, with uh cynthia all those like with the four of them you know what I'm saying? like the way they the way the story goes with them and how each section of the story of the season like focuses on them i know so like first season 
has to do with Makoto, like learning learning the people he's around. The second section has to do with Abby and understanding like trauma and and losing people and like the, the like you know how trauma kind of forms a person's personality and outlook on the world. Mm-hmm. You know, number three is is same thing with Cynthia. Basically, just under like dealing with dealing with the pressures of of being of of money and greed and how that affects somebody's like livelihood and how it changes people. And then number four with the raw, like how the, and the how, the big lo- one. how loss how loss can impact somebody's coping mechanisms and how they move through life. You know what I'm saying? It's it's deep. It's a yeah. deep show. Yeah. And you can get a lot of good stuff from it. But you could also just watch it service level and just say, Oh, you know, these characters are are funny. This like Laurent's like like an asshole, but he's a lovable asshole. You want you got a like Makoto is always fucking shit up. Abby's like a tsundere, but she's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, you can say you can kind of, you can have a service level. You can have it really, really deep and really look into the psyche of these characters if you want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, but you know, you're Bro, not going to get that if you just, just watch battle anime all the time. Even, uh, dress up darling. You can watch it and be like, Oh, haha, Fun, funny kids falling in love. When, like, the kind of the point of it is, like, you know, no matter what your gender is, you like what you like. You should be yourself. Like, there is – it's not the deepest story. I'm not saying, like, grade A storytelling. But, you know, there's some shit in it that you can take from the show. Exactly. That that guy will never know because all he does is, wa- did- is watch Michael Bay movies. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like if, if if your outlook on anime is if they're not boxing, I don't want it. Stay away from me. Yeah, stay away from me. I'm sorry. He probably likes I've, Transformers Four, the one with the dinosaurs. Oh my! I haven't even seen that one. It's not good. It's not good. <laughs> I don't know, but I guess I won't see it. Uh, yeah, that's just me. I think you know. Again, I don't want to come off as like this kind of like anime. Oh, I watch more anime than you. It's, yeah, no, like that's not what I'm trying to come out. Like if you like, if you only watch battle anime. And that's like your thing. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just don't, just don't say stuff like what he said. Exactly. Like I I would encourage anybody that that's listening to this, that only watches like shonen anime. I would encourage you to go watch more anime. Like starting with great pretenders, a good first anime to get into Uh, ranking of Kings. Another one you can really get into that one, even though, you know, they'd be fighting in ranking of Kings. You know what I'm saying? They'd be fighting. But you know you can get into that. You can get into you know, well, great pretend. You can get into uh, if you you don't have to get into romance anime. But you know I I would give Fruits Basket a shot. I'd give Bunny Girl Senpai a shot. You know what I'm saying just to see yeah. if you like it. Um, what else? Like you know just I would just some like some mystery uh, anime, some horror anime. If you if 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 that you know that's some you you're in like you like horror movies, watch horror anime. Shit, really maybe they got straight up Uzumaki. comedies. Comedies. That too. You Psychic, know what I'm saying? Like, Psychic K? That's a good one. Psychic K is in my top 10 too. But it's like, I don't know. I just think, you know, you got to expand. You know, when people say with food, like you got to, like, you know. Don't be, don't be the chicken tenders guy. The, don't be the, okay, that's a great, that's a great quote for that. Don't be the chicken tenders guy. Yeah. Okay. Don't be, don't, <laughs> don't be the guy that goes to a restaurant don't go to the guy that goes to an Italian restaurant and orders chicken tenders. Yeah. 
Like that's like as far as anime, you if if you only watch Battle Shonen and shit on other anime, you are the guy that goes to an Italian restaurant and orders chicken tenders, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna say. So yeah, I just had to get it off my chest. Yeah, if I could, you know, there are so many like anime I can think of that you probably would that people probably would like if they that they're not boxing in. Sure. That I think people would like, and so like I don't know. Let's see if I do I have any? I wrote them down. Do I have any of my own here? Let me see. Um, eh. I mean, most of them have like stuff where people are fighting. Oh no, not even. So, Odd Taxi. They're not oh, fighting in that Oh, that's a great example. It's a good one. They're coming out with a movie Into the uh, in the spring season, yeah. and it's gonna expand on the um, the ending, which you haven't finished it yet. Not yet. So you need to fucking. Fucking finish it. Sorry, it's like reading a book. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking finish it. Okay. Um, great, yeah, Great Pretender. Apare Ranman, okay, is one of my favorite anime ever, and it's about racing. It's not like an I've Initial D is another one, too. Apare, it's, it's very, like, niche and underrated, but it's not like Initial D. It's, like, more cartoonish in nature. Okay. Uh, but it's, like, people building their own cars and racing them across the United States. Oh, that's kind of cool, and it's it's like a cross like a cross country race, which is really like the the Great American Race, like kind of like that deal. Mm. So like that's that's the whole premise behind it, and it's there's there's some fighting in there. People they be boxing in there too, but like that's not the main premise. Initial D, one of my favorite anime ever, one of the best like nostalgic and retro anime ever, is about niggas racing cars downhill. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it. it you know what I'm saying? There's other stuff you can watch that are really good that, you know, you just got to broaden your horizons a little bit. Sure. Um, so, yeah, like, I mean, so most of the anime in my, like, best favorites list are ones where people be fighting. But, you know, I have a few that I definitely like that you should probably look at. So, um, so yeah, you got anything? You got anything else? Anything you want to rant about? Because I got I got that off my chest. I'm good now. Nah, not really. <laughs> not <laughs> okay. this week. Okay. Cool. Uh, you got any um, any music recs for today? Uh, ooh. Okay. So I heard, I listened to the Nego album. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Tyler a, Creator ASAP. Tyler ASAP and Pharrell Eclipse too. And Pusha T. Yeah. Carried that. Everything yeah. else Every other song on there kind of sucks. Yeah, dude. I'm. I didn't. I kind of don't like the uh, the song with Gunna. I don't at all. Not really. Uh, I don't like the song with Teriyaki Boys that much. But what I'm gonna say, I kind of I like the song with Uzi. That's a good song. Not bad. But anyone listening, you gotta hear the last song in the album. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. It's great. Oh my fucking god! It's Tyler again doing his thing, uh, making a song about his girlfriend being late. <laughs> Not even like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has a, He's been so consistent lately. So you know. Tyler doing his That's damn definitely thing. A big, that one. It's a and, big, big one. Um, shit. Can I? Can I? Can I recommend three singles instead of That's an fine. album? Fuck it. Child of God by Chance. Fire, bro. That's the shit he needs to stick to. Don't do no hot shower shit. <laughs> this is the chance that made me a Chance the Rapper fan. You know, acid rap yes. type shit. Um, and Rat Race by Noel Noel Miller. It's a good song. Yeah, Noel. Yes, Noel. Is, if in case you don't know, Noel Miller, the people probably know who he is already. He's TMG, Tiny Me Gang. 
Tiny Me Gang, Cody Co, Noel Weller, there, the podcast. Noel, um, not necessarily going solo with his music, but just kind of taking his music career more seriously. Yeah. I think he does a really good job. I think he's a pretty, I mean, he's a good rapper. You know, he knows how to flow well enough. Like, he's, like, been improving over time with his project. And he, the most recent project he came out with, like, his like debut EP was, like, actually really, really good. good. I definitely enjoyed it. So, um, so yeah, definitely check out Rat Race. It's really cool. Um for me, uh, what was I going to recommend? Okay, so the Melt My Eyes, See Your Future album from Denzel Curry is a very good album. Very good album. Um, we may, you know, review it on a jukebox episode at some point in time. I'm not sure. Um, but the song that I want to, two songs off of there that I want to, like, push. Uh, Troubles featuring T-Pain. Probably one of my favorite T-Pain guest ver- verses of all time. Like, he really killed it. The song in general is fire, but yeah. he really killed it. Um, X-Wing is really good, too. Um, one song is funny. I'm not a huge Gunna fan, but Gunna would have been really good on X-Wing. Um, okay. And then, you see, you see what I mean? Yeah, I and see. Then, um, what else? Oh, I'm going to throw it back a little bit. So, I don't know if I, if I had recommended this song or not or in an earlier episode, but I'm just going to recommend it again because whatever. Uh, Refills by Trapo. Um, Trapo is one of my favorite artists of all time and is an artist that practically nobody knows about. Tra- oh, my God. Uh, besides, Trapo's good. Besides, besides, like, me, you, and, like, my little yeah. brother, like, yeah. like me, the three of us, the only people that really know who Trapo is, I feel like people, more people need to know who he is because he makes good fucking music. Shit. Um, if you're listening, listen to his whole discography. His whole discography is really good. I think it's uh, the collective albums and EPs. He took one of his EPs off of streaming, I remember. which hurt I remember. me. But, you know, he still has, like, Shade Trees and Shade Trees. Ford, I think Ford. Shade Trees is a good starter. Yeah, and then Ford Four Door is really good, too. And so, like, he's coming out with some new music and dropped a single called Refills, which is really cool. I think one, one thing with him, he's, he's really good at his kind of uh, building, like, making metaphors and like being able to tell a story in a way that's more metaphoric in nature. So like when you talk, so like refills, you know, I think the line is like building prescriptions to pop shit is real, which is like a dope fucking line because yeah. it's like, um, where it's like people talking about like, you know, like gang violence or violence because, you know, black on black crime and all this stuff like that, where like people just trying to, you know, make it in, in, this kind of rough world as like a black person, you know, trying to, you know, violence is a lot of, is an issue that we need to get through as far as a race. So it's kind of like a cool thing like that, where people are just um, finding new ways to just get offended and mad about another black man doing some stuff. That's, you know, it's kind of like a crabs in a barrel mentality that you don't need to have. Mm -hmm. So really dope single from him. So yeah. So the, the Denzel Curry album, if you could listen to that too, it's fire, but troubles, and uh, what, what other was that? Troubles and X-Wing and are fire. Cool. And then Refills by Trapo. So, okay. So, you know, pretty good on time. So, uh, mm-hmm. that's, you know, pretty much everything we have for today. Um, again, thank you guys for listening, you know, because you don't have to. Thank you guys for downloading because you don't have to. Uh, there are people, you know, I kind of every once in a while check the demographics of the um, – of the podcast and see what, what's going on. You know, there's a lot of people from different parts of the States that are downloading our stuff, you know, from like 
from Virginia, from shoot from like from obviously from Georgia, Florida, got some other people in like different states in the Midwest, even you know people out in the in the uh, in the West, you know that like have uh, downloaded our stuff a couple times. So. Uh, even people randomly like Europe too, which is weird. Nice. But, you know, it is, it is what, it's pretty cool. But what are we hey, looking on? What are we looking on? Genders? I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't check that. I didn't do oh. like that. But it is what it is. I whoever is downloading our stuff, I appreciate it regardless. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So again, if you if you listen to our stuff and you like what we're what we're talking about, please follow us on Twitter, uh, so we can we can see you guys and we can interact with you guys. Um. Uh, at Nost N O S T plus Ultra uh, is me on Twitter. Uh, at Alon- Andre Alonjo seventeen on Twitter for for Zoe over here. Um, we appreciate any any uh, any shout outs or any feedback you guys give us as well on the podcast. What we can improve on, what we need to do better. Uh, it's you know greatly appreciated. Um, also follow us on Instagram too at Nostalgia plus Ultra all one word. Super easy. Uh, and then shout out to Famico Online is the discord server that i'm in as nostalgia plus ultra they've got some pretty cool stuff a lot of black collective uh creatives going together and you know helping each other reach certain uh content creator goals as well as shouting each other out and just overall having a good time in that discord so it's pretty cool so uh, shout out to you guys you guys are super dope um and that's all the time we had i've been nostalgia as told by zoe we'll see you guys next time peace peace